views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hello, this is Maria Monti. I am not a doctor, nor do I claim to give medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. These segments will be covering medical information as quoted from medical doctors and other holistic practitioners in their published works, where references can be provided upon request. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We're now, I love this, because now we're doing part two with Maria Monti. And, you know, we talked about earlier what it means to look at why physicians and other medical professionals are chiming in when it comes to bra, bra fitting and what it has to do with the bodies. We have learned so very much. And today, Marie is going to take us on a journey of what exactly is the science about this, what the physical nature of this is. Uh, Maria, great to have you for part two of this. Let's let's just give a little backdrop for folks of what we talked about in part one and why this next part is equally important for, for everybody to really pay attention to here. Okay. So um, I would say that this next part is going to marry the lymphatic system to the postural uh, alignment system so that we can talk about how these two situations in the body in the best case scenario with good posture work to amplify each other's functions. That in a nutshell. (laughs) Right. And, uh, you know, for from your perspective, you're working with women every day through the Healthy Bra Company, right? And you're helping women understand what's possible so that they don't even have to deal with this. And this is really where we're going to start with this today. You know, it's really to look at, you know, these bra-related health focus issues and solutions. And so let's start by taking a look here at what that relationship is between lymphatic, circulatory, muscular systems. And and let's talk about the education of this. Okay. So um, I'm going to point to a picture here behind me. And this shows the ideal posture with the body aligned. And then this one shows where you have a compromised posture where there is the, without using the technical terms necessarily, the head is forward. We've got rounding in the shoulders and then we've got an excessive curve in the lower back. That posture is becoming more commonplace 
um, not only in women, but uh, in men, in children. It's, it's the posture that unfortunately is the posture of technology, you know, and showing that we are spending a lot more time in sitting positions with collapsed posture and that our, our musculoskeletal system is becoming so imbalanced. And it's interesting that some of the ladies who contact me because they know I'm a postural therapist, they want the bra and uh, subsequent other undergarments that I have to actually do the support for them. And there, it's a sort of a catch-22 because the bra can only do so much. Because um, if you've got a collapsing posture and you've got weak, imbalanced muscles, um, the bra is going to do a certain part of that, but it's not going to do the whole thing. And I can give you an example of this in, in one of the case studies that I worked with recently. And uh, a lady who had um, just been introduced to our bras and really didn't understand how they connected to the whole body posture system, um, I had her do an experiment after she put the bra on. She came in with hip pain and knee pain, and I was not diagnosing either one of those. Mm -hmm. um, but I said, look, I'm going to bring your alignment back up and the possibility of, and I was just guesstimating, these 10 to 15 pound breasts on each side that she had. I said, I suspect that's affecting your gait and your, your whole trunk's weight over your hips and your knees and your ankles. And so as a result of us putting the, the proper bra on her with the proper weight support, as she did her gait analysis, she, the first thing she said was, I feel more steady on my feet and my knee's not hurting me as much. Mm. You know, and so I, it, somewhere along the line, the education is great, but sometimes it can just be words. If you actually can have a physical experience of something and then it directs its attention toward your emotions, which is both things that happen to her. Simultaneously, she, she had the awakening of, oh my gosh, something that we did with my bra relates to my knee and I feel better. And she wasn't even talking about her breasts or her upper body. You know what I mean? So the, the, the connection between, you know, it's the old nursery rhyme where the elbows connected to the knee bone, you know, that, that whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, part of it, though, is it gets to be more and more important for women, though, to understand the interconnectedness of what we're talking about today. And, you, you know, not to mention the rise in uh, back pain. Uh, right? I mean, we're looking at sort of the compilation of what happens when you put all of these things together and you start to look at how we are so out of alignment, period. Absolutely. And there's, you know, there's a cascading effect. So um, in the last session, I spoke to you about the shoulder straps and the shoulder divots that women have. Well, let me just connect the dots real quick here that, mm -hmm. and to end up with your comment about pain. So let's just say that we have nerve compression in the shoulders. Well, the nerves feed um, messages to the muscles. When this is compromised, you can have muscle inhibition and muscle impairment impingement. And then a the message continues down the chain, and therefore then there may be referred pain, let's say to the breast area, could be, you know, down the arm, etc. But it's referred pain that's coming from that original nerve impairment. 
Now, if if let's just say the traditional medical field can't isolate what that where that pain is coming from, that it's related to let's say the divot in her shoulders or the the compression. Uh, of 15 pounds of breast weight on that shoulder, if they don't make that connection, especially if they're, um, let's say that they're examining when she doesn't have her bra on, they, they're not seeing, you know, this aspect. Um, then what we end up with is someone who is in chronic pain. And we all know what's going on in this country right now with chronic pain. Yeah. And as a therapist, one of the reasons that I got into this so, so many years ago and stayed in it was that um, in terms of symmetry of the body and symmetry of the breasts, I had one spot that I could not treat in my back. And it was this trigger point that was constantly making one of my ribs dislocate just on a very small way, but no small pain. Mm -hmm. And I honestly, I felt like I was being stabbed through the back and out through the breast. And eventually we figured out that it was something that had to do with my muscles, the myofascial around them, the compression of the nerve that was sending referred pain into my breast. And, um, and with that, I did not want to do medications because not for any other reason other than my philosophy of believing in root cause. You know, that's what my grandmother taught me when I was on the organic farm is if you don't get to the root cause, you will constantly be chasing the symptom your entire life. And so this, this is part of the, you know, I don't want to get on a pulpit and be a dogmatic, you know, teacher of this and say drugs are bad and all of that. You know, we, we've got, we know what's going on, but if you can find another route by which to address pain and inflammation and dysfunction that is cyclical and systemic around the body by not getting to the root cause, then I'm all for it. And I want to educate where, where women are receptive to this. I want to educate them that, you know, they don't necessarily have to resort to, you know, a, a dysfunctional life where they stop doing act do mm-hmm. or they have to medicate every day for a certain reason because there's other ways around it. And, yeah. you know, the effective bra situation is one of them. Well, I mean, one of the things somebody said to me not too long ago was that, you, you know, what she observed, uh, is a friend of mine said to me, what she, she observed is women spend most of their time walking around holding their breath. And I thought, what? And I, I had to think about that for a minute. And, you know, we are so uncomfortable in experiencing breathing. I mean, really full breathing. And, and you know, the concept of that is just crazy to think about the fact that we are so uncomfortable in what we wear, especially in the upper part of our body, that really experiencing deep breathing is a problem. And yet everything you read now is about oxygen and breathing. I mean, we have a complete holistic uh, approach that is all about breath work. What do you make of that? Well, I mean, pretty much everybody knows that the one thing you can't do without is oxygen. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not going to be long before you are impacted in one way or another. I mean, to the point of death without it or um, brain function, cognitive function. And I see it every day. 
And women are not just uh, holding their breath because they're uncomfortable in their body, but stressors. You know, stressors just cause us to have an automatic seizing. And we, or even, I was listening to a seminar the other day and the, one of the ladies who was leading it, she was so enthralled by what the person who was speaking was talking about that she was in anticipation. And she said, you know what, I haven't, about 10 seconds, you know, she was holding her breath with the anticipation of something good. So we, we impair our breathing in a lot of different ways. And as I refer back here to the, this posture again, if you've got the round shoulders and the head forward and the compressed rib cage, and then the weight of the breast on the diaphragm, you can't even access your breath in a deep breathing fashion. Um, as it relates to bra fitting, one of the things that I do is when I take that rib cage measurement, I have them lift their breasts up so the weight is not there. And I'll, I'll take the basic measurement and then I will take a moving measurement, meaning that I will have them do a deep breath, an inhale and an exhale to see how far their rib cage can expand mm-hmm. when their breasts are not compressed right on it. Okay. And then sometimes I will all, so if I really see a huge difference, I will have them just relax their body, relax, take the weight off their breasts, let their breasts hang wherever they hang. And then I'll ask them to take another deep breath for moving the tape measure and see how far it moves. And I will show them that. And I don't even need to show them that because they can feel it right then and there. The breath where the weight is on their diaphragm, they can't take that deep breath. The breath where it's up and off allows them to open their chest, open their diaphragm, and actually get some deep breaths for the first time in, you know, long time. So long time, because we actually (laughs) practice how not to breathe, right? Just to get around. (laughs) We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Maria Monti, we're going to talk about pain, because this is the thing ladies are not talking about, breast pain. And when we come back, we're going to talk about that. But before we go to break, Maria, again, let's have your website and phone number for everybody. Website is www.thehealthybracompany, all spelled out, .com. And my phone number is 360-815-3205. Awesome. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that thing that women don't talk about and keep in silence about and why it's no longer time anymore to be silent. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. My very special co-host today, Maria Monti. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by The Healthy Bra Company. Calling all ladies. Are you struggling with neck, back, shoulder pain, or postural issues? You actually might have a related bra problem. Talk to Maria Monti at the Healthy Bra Company. She is a professional postural therapist who offers custom-fitted, custom-altered bras in 2,500 size combinations specific to your body type, shape, size, anatomical features, and breast weight. Call Maria today to find out more at 360-815-3205. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to part two 
uh, to your health. Physicians and other medical prof professionals are chiming in on what us ladies are wearing for bras. Why? Because the discovery isn't about fashion anymore. You know, now we have uh, people like Dr. Northrup, who has talked out for decades about this. Now we have the reason and we have a solution. That's why Maria Monti is joining us here today. Maria, we're going to talk about the thing that women don't talk about. We just grin and bear it. And a large part of the time, we don't really want to even admit that we walk around in pain. And we're going to talk about that. I mean, what is your experience, right? You know, you're talking with women all the time. Why is it we're doing that? Why is it we are walking around in pain? And give us a little bit on what women are experiencing, where the pain is coming from. Well, why we're walking around with pain, um, something is wrong, you know, and pain is a strong. And I think that women um, are starting to talk about it in, yeah. in terms of depending on what it is. You know, obviously, if they're directing their attention to a focus, such as coming in for a bra fitting, and I'm already asking these questions, then they're going to talk about it. You know, it's it's a forum for what we need to do in the fitting. But, um, and I think I, I want to mention this now. I hadn't planned on it, but I think it's important that, that we do. Um, I worked very closely with a manual lymph drainage therapist, not only for myself, but in continuing to educate myself about it so that I can refer ladies too. And um, in the last year, and this has not happened in the 20 years that, uh, of my experience in bra fitting, but in the last year, I am getting more and more calls for women who have breast pain that is related to asymmetrical breasts. Now, asymmetrical means one is a different size than the other. Um, this can happen as one um, grows into adulthood, you know, as an adolescent, that they just develop differently and there's reasons for that. But these are, are mature women who have already stopped growing a long time ago and now all of a sudden something is actually impacting one breast over the other. And to me, that directly tells me that there is a medical condition here, suspect, that they may have not addressed. And they actually haven't even tried to address it when they're calling me. They just think they need a bra that's going to help them um, look okay with the fact that they've got this asymmetry. So, you know, I'll ask them a few questions and then I um, suggest that they go back to their practitioner and be examined, whether it be a medical doctor or an integrative or a holistic. And then, um, and then I also tell them about these practitioners that are not well-known called manual lymph drainage therapists and often suggest that they go have an, a session with one and be evaluated um, in order to find out what actually is happening. And in a lot of cases, it actually may be something called lymphedema or a generalized swelling, or we hear this word pretty much every day, inflammation. Yeah. And it's, and it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it is not a bra condition necessarily in the sense of what I can do, but if they are open to the education um, around, if even if the bra has something to do with it, the bra fitting is not going to correct that, but it is one of their pain syndromes that leads them to me that then I can put them back into a system that will educate them further. 
And so this is one of the pain syndromes that's out there that's starting to rear rear its head that I hadn't heard of before. But um, yeah, yeah. there are ma- many other pain syndromes. Look, look, if you go out and you play a sport or you go out to the gym and you lift weights, right? I'm, I'm starting to do a little weight lifting on my own. You expect there to be the next day or the day after to be a little bit like, oh, what did I do? But every day, right? Yep. And, and, well, and I think and, it's normal is really the scary part that I think where you think, oh, that's just normal. Yeah. And, you know, part of it is normal. Part of yeah. it, when you're weightlifting, especially if it's a new thing and you've overdone it, you could be experiencing mic- microscopic muscle tears. Right. Um, but you're also developing something called last, which is part of what the lymphatic su- system, it's its function to remove that from the body. But if you're not having it removed, that acid stays in your system, mm-hmm. you know, so, so we can look at, you know, so many ways that pain can show up, uh, bra related or not. But, you know, again, my focus of this session is to look at the lymphatic system and say, okay, where are these things occurring? And, mm-hmm. you know, women are speaking about it and their pain and where the pain's coming from. And it can be musculoskeletal, it can be circulatory, it can be lymphatic, it can be nerve. Mm-hmm. But I see, I hear about all of it as they come to me for bra fittings. Well, let's do this. We have some time left and I, I'm glad. Let's talk about the do's and don'ts if we could. Okay. Because I think that this is where... Sharing information, I think, is wonderful, but also having people be aware of what they should do or shouldn't do, uh, I think it's so important to have that knowledge. Okay. So uh, this is not an all-inclusive list, but I created it, and I've been adding to it every day. So it's specifically related to bras um, and the do's and don'ts to bras. So uh, number one, do get professionally fitted. Number two, do get fitted as often as your breasts change in size, shape, or condition, as is the case with hormonal shifts and or weight loss or weight gain. Do wear the proper size and weight support for your breasts, especially for the um, and that one is needed for bouncing type exercise or really active movement exercise. Do consider a custom bra Uh, that can be tailored specifically to you when applicable. Do educate yourself on maintaining healthy breasts, um, including the cultural pressure that we have look good versus feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a real important personal education to to take on. Um, Now, this one is coming from, again, as I said, Dr. Northrup, don't wear underwire bras, or at least most of the time. Mm -hmm. And, um, the wire, I want to just mention, the wire can actually be changed from metal to plastic now. There are some yeah. in- industries that are doing that. And that's better than metal, but it's still a wire. Don't wear tight bras. Don't wear bras where the weight ends up on the shoulders and resting on the shoulders most specifically. Or in um, in the opposite of that, where the weight is is contained by having the band be extremely tight, so that the tightness there impacts the lymphatic system. Um, and another is don't wear your bras to bed. I would say one exception to that, and this is personal preference, but it has to do with the body's being able to detox, drain, regenerate, 
as we sleep. And obviously women who are pregnant and nursing, the breasts are fairly uncomfortable if they're not contained in some way when you're sleeping, you know, you roll over on them, et cetera. So some women will wear a, some sort of light garment, but not a structured support bra, you know, to bed. So we should basically let the breasts be free while we're sleeping um, unless you have like a nursing situation or it's just far too painful to not have something on them, but mm-hmm. don't come, don't compress the breasts at night. Mm-hmm. So that list is not all inclusive, but that's part of what I came up well, with. Well, it's, it's for people that are not aware. Number one, it's a great starting point. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great place where what we're talking about today is getting educated and taking action. Right. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to spend, we have a few minutes left and I really do want to spend a few minutes, first of all, talking about the, you know, the fitting process. We talked about it uh, on one of the earlier shows and um, I wanted to get the people some information. They can call you. So let's give out that phone number because people may not be even understanding what we're really talking about when we're talking about the work you're doing. So calling you is important. Sure. And they can call again at 360-815-3205. And I might say that this is also private. You know, a lot of women want to discuss this privately, you know, and knowing that it's not going to go anywhere else. So, um, so I take that very seriously in their, even in their initial phone calls, you know, they want to discuss something very specific and very private. Yeah. And it's important to understand that there are different types of fittings and that you're very clear that this is not a one-size-fits-all conversation, literally not a one-size-fits-all, right? <laughs> not even, clo- not not even, even close. close right? But, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, other, the, the other part of this is people that maybe are not have a few, maybe that don't have a few extra pounds might be thinking, oh, that's not for me. No, that's not what we're saying. This is really about, you know, if you're going to wear a bra or you're going to do something like this, there is a way for you to get a proper fitting. True. And, you know, there is one situation that is very, very difficult to fit. And I think it's very important to mention this now. Uh, when, When you said about not necessarily having a lot of pounds. Well, you know, we have a culture that we want to look and sometimes that's a psychological aspect and we haven't really discussed breast implants but any type of breast surgery where mm-hmm. um, a woman has altered her original shape right. or or structure or something and has something implanted or actually removed, it, it impacts the, the fitting itself because the body is no longer the way it was designed. And in particular, when you have... Um, implants, the implants change the shape. And we, we see magazines and we see TV and we see pictures where it shows that women's breasts are round like oranges. And, you know, they're all perfect on both sides and just sit right in the center of the chest. Well, that's an artist's rendering, you know, or a creation from outside. It's, I, I've seen many, many. It's called Photoshop. I can tell you. <laughs> well, or, yeah, exactly. But, you know, I've seen many breasts and so few of them are actually what you see out there in, 
Madison Avenue world. You know, we don't have breasts like that, but we've been, we've been taught that's the ideal and what it should be. And so Mm -hmm. when you have implants put in, um, bras are not necessarily designed for that shape. And so a lot of times if uh, someone comes to me, I tell them I may or may not be able to fit you because the breast shape you have now is not the breast shape you were born with. And it actually doesn't, in most cases, does not exist in nature. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I didn't think about that, but I mean, this is, um, you know, for, for what you do, you're really here in service of, of, of these folks. And so you're going to really be addressing things, not only because this is so important, but because this is your, you have your own personal life experience with this. And, you know, this is a body of work that you are not just passionate about, but you're committed to. Maria, thank you for today. What a, I'm so informative. One last question. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave us with? And please let us know how to find out more about you. In this particular episode, I would say the personal message is is that uh, I now feel like I'm qualified as a specialist in this bra situation as it relates to posture and body Mm -hmm. type and and holistic wellness. And so I feel like not only is there hope for women to find something new and different, but even if you're remotely satisfied with the bra you have, but now you're starting to think along these health aspects, then there is somebody to go to who is actually put in, as you said, a body of knowledge um, to to really become informed on this, plus my personal path. Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. Please, one more time. How's your uh, phone number sounding today? 360-815-3205. All right. For everybody out there, please give Maria a call. I mean, this is about you. And as we said in the episode, it's to your health. Thank you, Maria. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. To everybody Thank you. There. I mean, lots of information that Maria is not even sharing half of it, but you're going to have to call her and get the <laughs> and all of that. Uh, we're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll see you next time on the show. 